What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening to The Carmine Davis Show. What is up? What the fuck is up? How was your week? Mine was weird. That moon, um, the equinox, the equinox, the all of that, like, really had me fucked up this week. I'm not even gonna front, and I'm not gonna hold you. Like, it was a crazy emotional week for me. Um, I've been, you know, in the process of, you know, getting um, my new house together and like decorating and everything together, you know, and I'm moving from one house. It it was a lot. Um, but um, it, it, a lot of emotions are stirred up. I move. I tend to move when I have like a heartbreak or something like that whether I like lived with someone and I can't stand to be in the space anymore. So I'll just pack my shit up, like break my lease so I can move because I don't like to be reminded of like the past. I'm like a butterfly or even like a, uh, a reptile. Like I have to shed that old skin. So I get rid of everything. I rebuy everything. I I redesign. I change everything. I even change my style after a heartbreak. And I also go really hard, like when it comes to work. I'm a Capricorn, so I bury myself into work, and I'll just be tired all the time. But I'm not like I I can't run away from the ways that I feel about something. But I'm not thinking about that particular person all the time, or I don't have time to call them or answer their calls or reply to their emails. It's really, really low on the totem pole and there's money on the table. Or I have a project that I need to work on, like designing or redoing my closet or buying new furniture, looking at... So that's what I've been up to. Um, But don't let my humdrum day fool you. Uh, we're going to keep going with the same theme of the show this uh, week with um, September just being the month of hot topics straight through. And I think I like this format. It's funner to do. And there's a lot going on. It's just a lot going on right now in uh, the world, celebrities, hot topics, all those things. There's just a lot. And I have a lot of shit on my desk that I want to get out. So I think it's best to do hot topics again but before we go into that make sure you guys follow subscribe rate and review this podcast remember i don't do it for my health show the love we got to a thousand followers on instagram.com slash carmine davis show so make sure you guys follow us on all the socials twitter.com slash carmine davis instagram.com slash carmine davis show instagram.com slash carmine davis and last week we ran a twitter poll um we (laughs) Now, to me, we talked about last week, we talked about Kiki Palmer and the Met Gala. We kind of talked about how I thought they were really, for lack of a better phrase, very niggerish. I thought Kiki Palmer was very ratchet about how she uh, talked about or uh, went in about the plant-based meal at the Met Gala. And apparently no one agreed with me. Uh, the Twitter poll on at Carmine Davis was, do you do y'all think Kiki Palmer went too far by dissing the Met Gala 2021's dinner menu? Everyone, 94% of people said, hell no. And that's alarming. I'm not inviting you hoes. <laughs> no motherfucking where, okay? Like, no, you do not go to somebody's shit and diss their menu publicly. 
That is a big no-go. That is not cute. That's a dinner conversation that you have. You talk about it amongst with your friends. Like, do y'all not have friends that y'all can go and gossip with? You don't take that shit to public, especially when you... That's why this one bitches stop getting invited places. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to invite y'all hoes everywhere else. But okay, let's hop into the show, uh, this week's Hot Topic. We already got some more mess. Um, We're talking about Nicki Minaj again this week. Uh, We're talking about R. Kelly. We've been keeping up with the R. Kelly trial. And then we're also talking about Lil Baby. So let's hop into it. I want to give you guys the R. Kelly update. Prosecutors say R. Kelly continued to target girls just days after Aaliyah's marriage, uh, after his marriage to Aaliyah. He didn't skip a beat. Um, This was from lovebscott.com. Make sure you click the links in the description to read the articles because I stammer. I go through because I'm getting a lot of notifications and I'm like reading it. I like to read these articles fresh so I can have a real reaction to them and I can give you all my honest feedback instead of something premeditated and all that jazz. So. R. Kelly's trial is ongoing, and each day we learn more and more about the ter- what terror he truly was. According to Wednesday's hearing, R. Kelly's 25-year pattern of sexual abuse took no breaks, not even after his illegal secret wedding to 15-year-old singer Aaliyah in 1994, or Aaliyah, like I keep referring to her as, um, or a.k.a. John Doe number one, Jane Doe number one, as we talked about in previous episodes where she is referred to in the re- um, the court as Jane Doe number one. Just three days after his August the 30th, 1994, Sheraton Hotel shotgun wedding to AJ Nothing But a Number singer Aaliyah, whom Kelly believed was pregnant with his child, he raped another underage girl backstage, prosecutors reminded the, the jury. It didn't change after he was married to Aaliyah, an assistant. I said assistant U.S. attorney Elizabeth Jettis during her summation at the six-week Brooklyn federal court trial. In fact, he did not skip a beat. On September 2nd, 1994, after returning to the southern leg of his tour, Kelly allegedly forced himself on a 17-year-old named Addie, whom he invited backstage with her friend after a show. Prosecutors entwined Ali and Addie's experiences with the Sex Me singer during their broad closing statement at Kelly's sex trafficking trial. Born Robert Sylvester Kelly, 54, the Chicago native is accused of trafficking women and girls for alleged illegal sexual activity. He and his crew allegedly targeted women fans at his concerts. He groomed girls and boys for sexual activity despite the fact that they were too young to consent to the sexual activity, Jettis told jurors. Interesting to put the boys in there. Okay. Um, she outlined Kelly's modus operandi, which is like basically like his way of working, like how he gets down, um, of recording sexual encounters, sometimes with underage girls and threatening employees and victims. She also detailed his method of forcing girlfriends and members of his entourage to write collateral letters um, where they admitted to stealing from him. He kept the letters, which prosecutors say he hoped would keep victims quiet and a safe in a storage unit. He intended to use these letters in the future for a day like these. Jettis explained. Closing, cl- closings came after Kelly said Wednesday that he would not take the stand in his defense. Oh. The disgraced singer quietly told Judge Ann Donnelly that he consulted with his lawyer and he has made the decision. And this is your and is your decision not to testify, Donnelly asked. 
while the jury was out of the room. Yes, ma'am, Kelly responded. Kelly's defense team presented a brief case earlier this week with the singer's employees who claimed they never saw him hit women or lock them in rooms. More than 10 accusers, however, who took the stand accused him of berating them physically and verbally and recording videos of sexual encounters without their consent. Some of the victims were underage when they began sexual relations with Kelly. One of the first people to testify was a woman who met R. Kelly and at, the two, at his 2000 um, eight child porn trial in Chicago. She was 16 years old when she began having sex with Kelly. She said under oath. He is also accused of knowingly giving herpes to some of his victims, which is a crime in some states. Federal prosecutors began their closing arguments Wednesdays after and will continue Thursday morning. At this point, let's just get to the convictions and the sentencing. We know he's guilty. Um, this is from lovebeescott.com. We have talked about this trial. We have, we have at least, we've, we, I have talked about this trial ever since it began. Uh, we have six episodes on our belt where we have talked about and digested everything that has happened, came out about these trials. My attitude has changed a little bit. I still feel similar to how I felt before. I think that a lot of these things are convenient. A lot of these things are interesting. I don't. I am. I know for a fact R. Kelly did have sex with underage women. I don't believe that it was as. I don't believe that everything is what these women are saying historically these women like uh, uh, even in trials or any and and, and not i i want to start by saying i do believe that r kelly is guilty of having sex with underage girls i do believe that he's given them drugs i do believe that he is a sexual predator i think that he is sexually like mentally ill i have made it known that i feel like r kelly does not have the mental capacity that someone of his age, I think R. Kelly, I don't like to use the word retarded. I do think that R. Kelly does not know any better. I feel the same way I feel about R. Kelly is the same way I feel about Michael Jackson, who was proven innocent in court. But I do believe that R. Kelly was in bed and I do believe that he may have had inappropriate relationships with children in the sense of that he is mentally incapable of having a good relationship with children because our Michael is not was not mentally able to have decent what a normal relationship with a child would be whether that is as gruesome as what people say it is or is as light as he says it is the lines are blurred and i feel the same way with r kelly i think that there he does not know how to have a relationship with a woman i don't think because he never had one we talked about i think two or three episodes ago about r kelly's childhood where he's come from his relationships with his the women in his lives what they said about him his horrible past uh his his horrible sexual traumas so I don't, I think all that coupled together, I do believe that R. Kelly is incapable of having a 
healthy sexual relationship with anybody. A healthy sexual um I, I, I do believe that some of these women do have a different motivation than to just justice. I do believe that some of these women are getting their gots back at R. R. Kelly. I do believe that there is a a fiscal a financial uh, underlying gain or loss in these situations that aren't talked about. I do believe that there was hush money thrown around and when the money was gone, I do believe that that's when a lot of people came and spoke up. And I I think there is a there is an agenda to bury our, our Robert once and for all. I think we and I honestly am with that. I want people I know I'm just a real bitch, so I don't really know how to I'm going to give everything. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about everything. But I want, no, make no mistakes. I do want R. Kelly to go to jail and I want R. Kelly to do time. I think it is time for R. Kelly to even stop running from jail time and take responsibility for what he's done. I think what he has done is a crime. I do believe that he needs to go to jail. He needs to go to prison. He needs to do his time so it can just be done. He needs to go also go to a mental evaluation go through a mental evaluation and someone sit down and talk to this man and get down to the root of why he does not see what he's doing is wrong. I don't believe that there is a racketeering, like a, a huge operation at Camp R. Kelly, but I do believe that he is handling it like a man who has something to hide would handle it. I don't believe everything that these victims are saying, but I believe the majority of it enough that R. Kelly did do these things. I do believe that there's a motivation out there that is unspoken, but I don't think that that matters at the end of it all. R. Kelly did it, the crime, he should do the time. And we apparently will find out, I think this week or next week, what the jury says. I I personally think that they would give him time. I don't believe that they would give him a large amount of time because it's hard to, unfortunately, when it comes to sex crimes, there's a lot of it's a lack of concrete proof, and this is a man's world. So I do feel like they will protect him as much as they can. I think the jury is not shuffled enough what what was a jury we talked about in a previous episode um i remember us saying how it was more men than women i thought but all the prosecutors were women right from what i i gather there were prosecutors that were women but the jury was majority men don't quote me on that we talked about it in a previous episode i don't even remember every episode that we do I just regurgitate, like, I just let it all out, and then I leave it, send it, post it. I don't even remember what I say most of the time. So you have to charge it to my head and my heart, or not my head, not my heart, if I don't remember specific details that people come up to me and talk to me about, or comments, or something like that. I don't really remember all the things that I say. <laughs> um, I know it's probably crazy, but I don't. But I don't remember the details of the tr- the juror. I know every prosecutor. 
um, has been female. So I, I don't know. I think R. Kelly, I, I know he's not walking away like he did in 2008. And, um, um, I, and I'm interested to know what all this is, you know, going to come through. And I am watching and I, we will, and you know, I, I have something to say and I hope y'all tune in for it, but we're going to move on. Okay. So enough of R. Kelly. Let's talk about our hot topic princess for the last two weeks. Um, Miss Kenneth Petty, Onika Tanya Mirage Petty. Okay. Um, this is some fucking mess. I'm going into one mess and another. Y'all, I really do get exhausted. I get, uh, let me let pause. So let me tell you how my thought process comes every week. I get like full of, I get like anxious about doing the show because I have no idea what we're really going to talk about up until the moment we get there. And then I never really, I, I feel like my arms are always, my hands are always tied or I have a, like, I'm in a chokehold. Like, I feel, because I never know what I'm going to say and if it's how people are going to take it or how they're going to be offended. Luckily, I've been blessed to be, have people really kind of listen to my viewpoints about a lot of things and be like, huh, I never really thought about it that way. But I know the day will come where I will say something and it's not the general consensus of something that a lot of people may not agree with and there probably will be backlash because I have a very different opinion about things. I see things black and white sometimes and I also know that there's areas of gray. So I like to present all those things. But I also think that there's a lot of foolishness that happens that are that is no explanation for you just woke up that day you chose to be a fool you chose violence and that is not cute it's not necessary and that brings me to on tanya nikki mirage okay this is again a, another our second hot topic and it's coming from lovebescott.com um Kenneth Petty's victim, Jennifer Ho, tearfully details her sexual assault in conversation with Nicki Minaj. Now, if you guys don't know, if y'all are living under a rock, she came to the real and kind of spoke her truth about what happened. Um, Jennifer Ho is speaking out. Accompanied by her attorney, Jennifer Ho sat down with the ladies of the real who started shared her story. Uh, Jennifer recently filed a lawsuit against Kenneth Petty and Nicki Minaj claiming they have been threatening her and harassing her family. After detailing the traumatic experience of her sexual assault, she tells The Real, With regards to the whole situation, it put me in a whole different type of fear at my age. It was wrong and I don't want to be afraid anymore, said Jennifer Ho. During her first on-camera interview, the only way not to be afraid is to continue to speak up. Although Kenneth initially denied the first-degree rape charges, he pled guilty to attempted rape and spent four years in prison. He was also ordered to register as a sex offender. I don't think I thought about justice per se because I was still blaming myself, admits Ho. Um, I thought it was something that I did or didn't do, so I don't think I thought about it about if I got justice. 
I just knew he did what he did and he went to jail and I had to leave my family, leave my home and move away. When asked how she felt when she found out Kenneth was marrying Nicki Minaj, Jennifer says she was afraid of being found out as a victim. I was so afraid of being found out. I was so afraid of being known as the person he violated, says who or ho. I don't know how to say her name. Maybe I should have listened to this clip or something. Says Ho about her first thought after hearing what they were getting ma- that they were getting married. Jennifer also says she spoke directly with Nicki Minaj in March 2020. Nicki allegedly, which makes sense because I'll, I'm, I'll put a pin in that. Okay, so Nicki allegedly had gotten word that Jennifer was willing to help her and Kenneth with a specific situation, and Nicki even offered to fly Jennifer's family out to Los Angeles. Jennifer says she turned down the offer and told Nicki, woman to woman, this really happened, and I haven't spoken to her since. Them sending people to negotiate numbers as far as money is concerned with family members, said, and Nicki is the one that personally reached out to me. In regards to helping her, helping them, and the situation. And then the threats that I received, the last text that I received was about how I should have taken the money because they're going to use that money to put it on my head. Um, I'm about to put a clip of that interview here. I hope that it stands. Um, check it out. Okay, so two things. Okay, make sure you guys click the links in the description. I have the clip from The Real, and then I have that article. Make sure you guys click um, those in the description box. Read them. Watch it. There's a lot of body language in that video. And her name is Jennifer... Jennifer Huff. But I've been calling her Jennifer Huff, like the, the girl on Dancing from the Star with the Stars. But anywho, so... Two things are going on here. Uh, well, three. Uh, one, her attorney is fine. So make sure y'all do click that link in the description. He is uh, uh, fine. Um, two, her body language. I, I, I did not not believe her. Um, but her body language gives, I'm scared. And three... The Real is really bringing it this season. They gave us 
a year of being socially distanced, distant, all those bitches came back. They look good. And they're ready to bring the mess, and I appreciate it. We're going to go more and more in detail about what's going on over the real on the next Hot Topic as well. Um, after, no, no, we're not. We're not. We're not. So, uh, <laughs> I don't have the time. Okay, so, but, <laughs> I, you know, come on. Like, it's, come on. Like, it's so much shit going on over there. I'm not going into it. But, okay, Nicki Minaj, I believe this lady. I believe her. I believe her. Because that last statement is a Nicki Minaj statement. I'm putting dollars on your head. And do I believe that Nicki Minaj is a killer? I feel like Nicki Minaj is a smart woman, like I talked about. And she's ignorant. So two things are in play here. And she's a very rich, powerful woman. Uh, Kenneth has people in the streets. She has people in business, $20,000. One, I thought that that was such a small amount to throw in a situation like this. Ideally, I, I understand Nikki. That's how I became a fan of her. I understand a lot of her ways. Um, some of them, except for that shit she pulled last week with that vaccination cry and shit like that. Like, I thought that that was completely ignorant. I stick by that. Uh, bitch, you are dead motherfucking wrong. But uh, how do I want to say it? I understand Nicki Minaj's motives. I don't understand her ways. Nicki's trying to protect her husband and her family and her um, home. And I appreciate that about her putting that above the Nicki Minaj brand because most women who are of Nicki Minaj's caliber her and has done what she's done would always put that first. Nicki loves this man, um this sex offender, which is we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um but she loves this man. She loves him, and I think that she's going to do what it takes to protect him. Do I feel, we? I mean, we can go on and on about if he's a good partner for her or not. I am. I was with someone who was not a good partner, who was into some shit, and I would do what I had to do to make his situation better. Uh, but a sex offender, I don't, I could never protect that, me personally. I can't speak for other people. Um, this is a situation that happened in 1994. Uh, he was, it was an attempted rape. I don't know my personal self. I, I, I could not protect a sex offender. I know people in my life who have, and I cannot get jiggy with that. I think that that's when things are go too far. A man who will violate someone like that or a woman who will violate someone like that is someone who you will always have to watch. But in Nikki's mind, in their home, she, whatever Kenneth told her, was a good enough answer for her. She had a baby by this man. This is her home. This is what she has to protect. So Nikki is doing what she has to do, using her resources to protect her man. So, um, $20,000 was a small amount. I'm sure that that was probably 
the first roundabout amount? Or was it the amount and the woman was trying to extort them to do more? And that was um, the issue. I, I, I think Nikki, when she was like, she, she could do something to help her current situation. I think she thought maybe, okay, this is how I envision and my instincts. You can ask anybody I know. I'll be knowing what I'm talking about. I don't know none of these motherfuckers, but I know enough. I have a spirit of discernment and I know enough about people and the way people run and the way people function, the way people think, people's motivations to understand how people get down. March 2020 was the first time she spoke to Nikki, which makes sense. Or was it 2021? She spoke to Nikki because it made sense. Her and Kenneth were coming out. All the stuff was coming out about what happened. Her father died around that time, right? Or a little bit after that. She was in a position where she was trying to make amends. I think she was... Word got around. Nikki said that she heard that she was willing to do something for her. Because Julie, Julie or whatever her name is, probably did put a bird in the street about how she, with for the right amount of money, I can make all this shit go away. Oh, Nikki can just call me. You know, I didn't know love lost. You know, I mean, I can... Uh, I can make, you know, this whole Kenneth thing kind of disappear. It was years ago. Like, whatever. Nicki, Nicki Minaj. She fucking with Nicki Minaj. You know, blah, blah, blah. They calling him. A re- I mean, it really wasn't a big, you know. So, word got to Nicki that, okay, he might, she might have been interested in making the situation better. She's willing to offer to come bring the family out in L.A., set them up really nicely and give her some money to help her man get past the situation. So when she gets there, the woman asks for more than twenty thousand. Because I would ask for more from twenty thousand dollars to Nicki Minaj for her whole husband's good name. This also comes. I think Nicki's not looking at it, or maybe she was looking at it like this is the man that she's with. If she can make this disappear, her brand, the Nicki Minaj brand, will be a little less tarnished. So really, she's it's a an investment to keep this girl quiet, to have her come up and speak about the situation in more of a different light, to give more of a more details of the story where people are getting the, the black and white version of the situation where there, she can bring some shades of gray to give people, her fans and, and the, the general public more great, give them, give more grace to kept to Kenneth. So she won't have to move like she's rolling with a sexual predator. So she throws the third 20, they're making negotiations. How many times can you hear no from a negotiation when you can just shut it down? I don't feel like there was a a definite no until that one last particular time when they gave her that 20 something thousand dollars. She asked for more and they were like, fuck that. You are extorting us. Now we're going to put this motherfucking money on your head. That's what I think happened. I don't feel like it was more of a, and then now the harassment, the text messages and all that, you said you could be down with this because the, the text messages and all that did not happen until Albert, you came to LA. So you pretty much dangled the idea or the concept that you could help this woman out of the situation. Nikki didn't come up to you and ask you for nothing. She had heard, she called you. She didn't pull up to your house. She called you. She said, hey, I heard that you might have some interest. The woman did not 
denied that she didn't have interest in helping her situation. She never denied it. So, therefore, there might have been a mutual friend of Kenneth uh, that they used to have friends with. She knows somebody. She put a little word to the, you know, to the curve. You know, oh, yeah, well, tell Kenneth, you know, I mean, like, it wasn't our, whatever the conversation was, she put it out there. Kenneth bit the bait, told, yo, you know, Nick, you know, he's saying blah, blah, blah. We might have to throw something at her, but she's willing to come up and tell what happened, more of details, blah, blah, blah. You know, okay, cool. So I'm going to reach out to her. You know, you don't call her because you're not allowed to talk to her. So I'll just reach out to her. You know, I mean... I get, you know, it's nothing like I'll do it for you, babe, you know, blah, blah, blah. How much do you think she's talking? You know, she goes and tells her attorneys, they come and put money, their stuff together, make it so it's lined up to the point where she can't legally sue them for anything other than the harassment and all that that came after the fact of when she got that $20,000, when she was making these negotiations with them and basically um, dangling trans like dangling carrots as if she could help their situation and so now you're pissing people off they're coming out the way they brought you to la they gave you something i'm sure she gave her some money and took care of her when she was in la now you're playing we gave you twenty thousand dollars now bitch we're putting it in your motherfucking head that's what i think happened Tweet me. Let me know what you think at Carmine Davis. Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. I totally see something similar like that happening. I think it is a miscommunication. A lot of webs stuff. People are in desperate situations. She needs money. Um, they need Kenneth's name cleared she's willing to do what she had but over twenty thousand dollars bitch you pushing it because there's something that happened in 1994 he's doing the time it doesn't equate to what financial that's twenty thousand dollars sounds like something that was an amount not for a woman who has purses that are well worth more than that or jewelry that is well worth more than twenty thousand dollars that's what she was advised to offer this woman legally to make this stuff disappear does that make any sense because nikki could give her more if that woman was if there was not a feeling of an extortion i could totally see nikki coming up to her woman to woman and trying to be like girl you know i understand what happened y'all were children children you know i mean i you know blah 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 you know do you think you can make this disappear for us you know we can you know, I mean, we can make something happen. You know, I'm, I'm willing to take your, bring your family out here in L.A. You know, uh, I have money. You know, do you need money? You know, do you, I, I can take care of you. You know, I mean, I know you don't want to be around Kenneth. We don't have to have a conversation. You know, you could talk to my attorney. I don't know why I'm, I'm I don't know why I'm asking. But, you know, you, you don't have to talk to her. You know, talk to him. You don't have to see him. You know, is that something that you could do for us? You know. And worked it out from there. She was like, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, how much you talking? They gave her a number. She negotiated. No, blah, blah, blah. Okay, bitch, you know, are you coming or not? Like, you promised us that you would do this for us. Okay, $20,000 not enough. Boom, it's going on your head. I think that's how that went. Okay, so let's move on to the last hot topic. 
let's move on to the next hot topic. I think that um that Nikki Hate Train is revving back up, and I think now it is coming in hotter and faster than before. I think Nikki is about to, uh, but I'm. I think it's interesting how she's gonna. This is a testament of how powerful she is. They're not bringing her um, in some salacious love and hip hop drama. This is some government type of shit. And this is my type of mess. So I am definitely paying attention to it. I am more intrigued. I think it's showing how ignorant Nikki is. <laughs> um, it's very Baps tease to me. Like I think Nikki still does not understand that she is a conglomerate. You know, Nikki is a business now. Uh, I, I think she needs to watch how she behaves. I think she is still moving funny. And, like, she's a bitch from the hood. And, um, I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, Nikki, get it together. Okay, so let's move on, um, to the last one. Uh, last hot topic. I'm exhausted. I'm, this shit is exhausting. Okay, so, um, This shit is exhausting. Okay, so this one, let's end it on a lighter note. Uh, Lil Baby wants us to take him seriously as a sex uh, symbol, and then I didn't know that we were not taking him seriously as a sex symbol. Because Lil Baby uh, can put all his Lil Babies where the sun don't shine. Okay, so this is from lovebyscott.com. Lil Baby is upset as fans only throw two bras at him during a concert. This is so funny. Lil Baby wants to be a sex symbol, so he's not happy that at his most recent tour stop, only two women felt compelled to throw their bras at him when while he was performing. The Drip Too Hard rapper took to his Instagram account to complain about the matter. Complaining about the lack of bras, Lil Baby wrote on Instagram story, why I only got two bras, though. He, only, he also posted a video of a white and black bra on the floor of his backstage room following his performance in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, after his video was reposted by some blogs, people began to weigh in on the matter. That Victoria's Secret bra too expensive to be throwing it. <laughs> throw it. <laughs> throwing it got me fucked up. One person commented. Another person reasoned, because my bras are expensive, lol, and I'm grown. I'm not about to throw my bra at anyone. I'll be damned if I throw my Victoria's Secret bra shit like $50 just for the bra. I'll keep mine on. Someone else added another comment, meanwhile, read, Child bras and panties cost too much just to throw them now nowadays. In other news, it was said that Lil Baby was wearing a fake Patek to the 2021 Met Gala earlier this month while attending the star-studded event the atlanta rapper was spotted earring what seemed to be wearing what seemed to be a patek philip nautilus reference 5711 slash 1p 40th anniversary which was released in 2016 the watch was a limited edition of 700 pieces with a retail price of a hundred thousand dollars um and it was fake. It would be cool if only that was not fake. After being notified that he was wearing a replica, Lil Baby called out Raffaella and Co., which later issued an apology to the rapper. I personally want to apologize to want to apology 
what the fuck? I want, I personally want to apologize to Lil Baby for not doing my due diligence when selling him the Patek watch. The company said on the statement, I should have inspected the watch after I purchased after purchasing it from the dealer, I take full responsibility for not doing my job properly. I personally would never knowingly sell him or anyone else anything that is not 100% authentic. Lil Baby wants all the bras and panties on the stage. Okay, so two things. Um, like I said, Lil Baby is a sex symbol to me. I think he is so sexy. I love everything about Lil Baby. And you know he's swinging. Uh, but I do understand that con- bitch you already spent so much money to go see a concert these days why the fuck would you spend some like throw your panties and bras on the stage but I think it was him being funny I don't feel like he really wants a bunch of bras and panties on the stage but he does want that clout he wants people to to be a sex someone is putting his bid on he's gonna have more bras and panties on his stage but as far as the fake Patek um I wonder how often this happens because jewelry whether it's knowingly or unknowingly getting imitation pieces. A lot of these rappers who I'm like, y'all just started. How the fuck are you constantly wearing the different chains that are costing 500000 a piece? When I know for a fact you probably have not seen $500,000 in your hands that belongs to you. You know, how do you have that? So there is a lot of imitation jewelry going on. Um, there's a lot of imitation uh, borrowing or or a lot of fake jewelry and i want people to again i want people to i want people to lower their expectations for entertainers i've said this the last couple of shows these are still niggas these are still people these are still um bitches on a budget you know like they don't have it like that it's entertainment a lot of these people are wearing hand-me-down bags. They're wearing imitation Birkins. I literally saw me and Sinclair, my best friend, were watching a video of a fe- of a certain female celebrity here in Atlanta doing her birthday bash, and then she had these big boxes um, that looked like Hermes bags boxes, but they weren't revealing what were in the bags. Like they, I couldn't get a good picture of what was in the bags, as if there was not a real authentic piece in the bag it gave me that and that people at home or people around them wouldn't call them out but the people online would screenshot it and try to authenticate it but what difference does it make i think there are bitches like we were talking about Nicki minaj who has the kind of access to just go buy these things but before she did she was rocking imitation shit you know i think a little high low i don't i don't like imitation bags I think that that's tacky, but similar style bags. I have I have a designer bag, and I have a couple of similar style bags. I have, you know, one that looks like a Celine, and you know, style like one, but it does not have the Celine uh, detailing to make it seem like it's an imitation. It's just the similar style. I have designer bags. I have two that I purchased with my own cash that are real bags. What I what the sad part is they never leave my closet because I'm terrified. I'm living in Atlanta. And then the bitches that I run with <laughs> be having me in places where it doesn't affect, like, it doesn't, um, I, I would want my shit snatched. I have one really nice watch from Jay the Jeweler that I worked my ass off and saved up for. But then there is another 
a couple watches that are just in the style of the similar watches. I would wear those out to the club at Mar- Marquette. I would not wear my real shit out. I'm not, I don't have, I don't have the time to, but it's nice to have those things. I'm a Capricorn. I'm a materialistic. These are signs for me in my closet. These are aesthetically pleasing to me. Would I wear these bitches out all the time? No, but am I waiting for a moment to stunt? Absolutely. When that one moment comes, I will be there. So little baby can, you know, rock a fake protect. I do think that $100,000 for a watch is, I have, I see the watch is gorgeous. So I do think it is worth it. You're asking someone who's very materialistic. So I, and I love fashion. I love art. So I do think certain clothes and certain garments are, especially from certain designers, are worth the price. Do I think that certain people can keep up with constantly wearing different watches, especially when they're just getting um, their their digs in as far as making money? Do I think that it's okay to kind of sometimes, um, especially when that you know that's your stilo, that's what people expect from you, and you're just going to Walmart? Girl, throw on that fake chain and that cute little fashion over dress and go about your business. Tweet me. Think you know what I mean? Like, is it a big deal for celebrities to wear imitation, or you know, to dress down and rock the fashion over? Like, I don't think so. I think it's a big deal that everybody expects for them to be balling. And I do don't. I don't like the. But it's entertainment. I don't like the fact that they do act like they got it like that all the time. But I also understand that that is a part of hip hop. That is a part of the aesthetic. That is a part of the swagger. It is acting no matter what the fuck I'm wearing, bitch, I'm designer from head to toe. And then it's not, you know, all the time. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a part of the cojones, the, the, the ball. Like, you know, I'm rocking all this shit. Like, it is Prada from head to toe. And it's not a from, a, you know, front to back, you know? Tweet me. Let me know if you agree with me. Tweet Twitter.com slash Carmine Davis. I think that's the poll I'm going to do this week. Let me know. But that's it. That is the show. I'm exhausted. I, uh, I'm exhausted, y'all. I think we only have one more hot topic. I don't know if I could do this every week. I get so tired. I could go to sleep right now. But I love y'all. Thank y'all for fucking with me thank you for subscribing thank y'all for listening to me every week um and i love y'all very much that's all for now or no what is it it's all time for now bye bitch